Hello everyone and welcome today to the Game Luster podcast. This is episode 7 and this is your host Christine speaking and today I am joined by Haley. Hello. And Rachel. Hey everyone. And today we will be discussing the announcement of a new Harry Potter mobile game. But first, we will start off with our currently playing list as usual. So, Haley, why don't you start us off today? Currently, I am playing the Bayonetta remake uh, for Switch. I am working my way through Bayonetta 1. It's something I've never played before, but I have watched many YouTube videos of it played and... I am absolutely terrible at it. <laughs> I I die at every turn and like I I try my best. Like I I've gotten really good at dodging attacks, but that health bar doesn't like me at all. Oh my goodness, yeah. I used to watch one of my friends play Bayonetta when it first came out. And I, my eyes could barely keep up with what was going on on the screen. I was like, how are you not dead? This is insanity. <laughs> Especially when they were on, like, the final boss and stuff. So I'm pretty impressed um, <laughs> being willing to play it at all because that is not an easy game. I really liked, um, I saw Bayonetta 2 played and I really liked it. So when I heard that they were putting it on the Switch, I decided to pick it up and when I first started playing it I put her in one of the um the out like you get like the extra outfits so I put her in Link's um outfit and it was so distracting (laughs) that I had to change it back to her basic outfit because (laughs) I was I was more so watching the outfit and the way she moved in the outfit than like into the game (laughs) How is it on the Switch? Do you like it on there? It seems like one that would sort of lend itself to being really fun on the Switch. I I definitely enjoy it. Um, I guess the only thing that I have an issue with is the controls. The controls are taking me um, a lot longer to get used to for some reason, as I'm just... Like, all the buttons do a different thing, and I can't just really button mash because I have to time certain moves, and certain moves are a lot stronger than other moves, so I'm just just working my way through it so far. Well, it sounds like fun, and especially if we have a lot of outfits. I'm shamelessly a sucker for changing outfits 10 or 20 times during a game. I, I The outfits are so cute. There's a Link one, there's a Princess peach one um there's another princess one and there's a i think it's like uh i don't remember exactly but there's some sort of armor yellow armor type one Mm -hmm. and they're all really cute they're all super distracting they all have like (laughs) their special things like when i was wearing the link one i had this like ability where like i could use the master sword in one of my moves and i was like this is so neat That's amazing wow but it was so distracting when i actually did it <laughs> <laughs> oh it was probably um 
Metroid, right? For the yellow one. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I wasn't really sure because I, I never played Metroid, but uh, they're just, it's great. I really like it. You should pick it up. Yeah, the second I saw the peach outfit, I'll admit, I was like, I, I really want to play this just so I can play this game as her in these different outfits. It's such a fun addition, I think, because why not? Like, if Nintendo's going to release it, why not do that? <laughs> like, I kind of wish they'd do that in, like, all their games, and I know that's a long shot, but <laughs> outfits are fun. They really they are. They are just mm-hmm. so adorable. Yeah, I was looking um, recently, it's kind of on topic, I was looking because, uh, you know, the recent new um, Overwatch hero, yeah. um, Brigida, and they released the engineering skin, and she looks like every single, like, spaceship engineer from an anime I've watched growing up. And I just, I lost, I lost my shit when I saw it. (laughs) I was like, I mean, she's already basically, everyone just like fell in love with her. They were like, I don't need mercy anymore. She's my new waifu. And then they released that skin and everyone was like, oh, it's done. It's, it's done. I love her. (laughs) So, uh, and, um, then they, of course they released all, Blizzard did all the other skins recently for, um, Overwatch 2, but yeah, I think it, it makes a really big difference. I mean, it's it's almost like when you get to play new characters in Smash Brothers too. You're like, even if they have the same mechanics as other ones, it's more fun to play certain ones than others, just because the look is a really big part of it. I think it's important. Yeah, but um, how far have you gotten on Bayonetta so far? Then not not very far, just because I've been super busy with other things Mm -hmm. um but i'm i'm slowly working my way i just i think it's like another reason why i'm so slow at it is because i keep dying all the time Mm -hmm. and i just have to replay it and replay it and replay it and i'm slowly getting better (laughs) and learning the mechanics of things um but i i don't like to just sit down and just play through a game really quickly Mm-hmm. I prefer to take my time with things. So me taking all this time to actually, you know, not even get halfway through the game, I am more than okay with that. That's good. Like, as long as it's not, um, you know, like you're just frustrated. You're like, I keep dying and you throw the controller. And like, I'm never playing this again. Um, that's a, I think that's a better version of difficulty, I guess. <laughs> I have never had a rage moment where I want to throw a controller oh, yet. Really? So I I I hope I don't yeah. because I'd be really upset with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I remember when I was like a little kid playing Ocarina of Time and I experienced my first gaming rage. And oh, who was it? I forgot which boss it was, but I kept dying over and over and over. And I was like, I just want a bunch of pencils to snap because I'm so angry. But I was like a little girl. So it just the image of me looking back now, thinking of myself like being like an eight or nine year old girl, just raging at something. I was like, (laughs) oh, that's actually kind of cute. But at the time I felt very angry. But 
Well, I'm glad that, that there's been no rage quit moments. I hope that doesn't happen for you. Um, let's see. Uh, Rachel, what, what have you been playing lately then? Well, I've been playing this game that came out. It's called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. Um, and I'm actually doing it for a review for the site. And oh, interesting. It's I haven't quite made up my mind about it yet. It's sort of like if a fairy tale book like that you would read as a kid got inserted into a walking simulator. Interesting. And it's yeah, it's it's an interesting premise. You are sort of playing as the skeleton whose duty is to collect all of these different stories from all over America. And you just sort of walk and find people doing things. And gosh, it's <laughs> some of the stories are interesting. Some of them are. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where I want to just shut my computer and never open it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that though? Is it like um, what what makes them so bad? <laughs> there's it's it's a long way between stories sometimes. Um uh, you're 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 walking and the landscape it's beautiful. It sort of has this very like ink washed painterly feel to it and it's mm-hmm. quite lovely, but I don't know, sometimes I'll be walking for fifteen or twenty minutes and not find anything. And it's just it gets to the it got to the point earlier this morning where I <laughs> I was eating a couple of tangerines and I set down a tangerine on my W key and just walked away. I was like, I'll check back <laughs> in a few minutes when when I've gotten somewhere. Um, but when I do find stories, they tend to be very fascinating. They have this sort of like magical realism to them. And it's a lot of fun because over time you'll hear other people who inhabit the world like retelling the stories that you've encountered and they just keep growing and growing and growing into all these tall tales. So in a way it's very interesting, but in a way I also want to scream sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And what are, what are the stories sort of like, are they based off of like grim stories or are they just, they have a similar feel to them? Like what are the actual stories like? Um, the actual stories, well, it's sort of a mix and it's sort of hard to tell for some of them at first. Um, I would say that most of them have roots in American folklore. Like I've ran into Pecos Bill and Paul Bunyan and the twins from the shining. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's it's a lot of different ones, and it's spread out over the course of, it seems like a pretty long time, um, but there's, I don't even know how to say it, it's just, it's very strange. It's, it's American folklore, and you're uncovering it, and I think part of the reason I haven't quite made up my mind about it yet is because I can't quite put into words what you're, what you're doing or how it makes me feel. <laughs> oh, that sounds like it's going to be a tough one to write about that. It's tough. It's inter- it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. certainly not for everyone, but it is interesting. Um and is it So you said you kind of walk around, but would you compare it more like gameplay or more like a visual novel, I guess? I would say that it's veering more towards visual novel than anything else. 
I mean, there's a there's a lot of walking. There's a lot of walking, but the walking doesn't really accomplish anything other than you get to a new story. And in that way, I think that it's it's giving you time to contemplate the stories that you've found, but <laughs> but it also doesn't really serve any other purpose. I see. So I would say I would say it leans more towards visual novel. Yeah, it's not a game for impatient people. Oh no no! <laughs> like if you were a speed runner, you would probably be very upset playing that type of game. <laughs> you would be devastated as a speed runner. Actually, actually, I would love to see someone speed run it, just for just for the infuriation factor, just for the lols. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. It sounds it sounds very interesting though. I'll look forward to eventually reading about that. Um, that's kind of funny because the my currently playing is also one I'm doing a review on right now. Um, but it is very different <laughs> kind of game. Um, so the one I'm playing right now, it's called Attack of the Earthlings. Um, and it came out last month on Steam. Um, and so far, uh, it's been, like, the reception has been really positive from the community. It's from uh, Team Junkfish, I think. And the premise of this one is also, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a twist because, you know, you play those games where you're like, oh no, the poor earthlings, and then aliens (laughs) come down and attack you, and you're like, oh, we have to save humanity, and like, against the threat of the aliens who want to basically, you know, recolonize our world for our resources and it takes that same thing but then switches it because you're the aliens um from a human perspective the humans are the aliens i guess that come to your planet for the resources and start killing everybody (laughs) and (laughs) you're this sort of um you're you're this like race of aliens living there i guess like not exactly but similar to the ones from like the movie alien um and you play like um the queen and they land and they start drilling your planet and you play as the queen and you can um spawn other tinier units like grunts and it's like churn based and you basically you go into their base and you kill all of the humans and it's just i don't know it feels if i say it feels therapeutic it makes me sound like a monster but it's just <laughs> it's it's really fun in a way because one of my favorite features so far is you can hide in the vents or in like lockers and stuff so they'll be walking around patrolling and you'll be in a vent and then it's your turn and you just pop out and like kill them instantly and then jump back in the vent. <laughs> and then like another guard comes by and they're like, what happened? And then you pop out of the vent again. And that feature is my favorite part because at one point I had, I think like seven units in play and they were all hidden. And I was just sitting there waiting for someone to come by. Like, it was not the most efficient way to beat the level, but I had so much fun just sitting in the vents, like, eventually someone's going to walk past me, (laughs) and I'm going to get them. And this is what you get for destroying my world. 
I think that we should make a Game Luster t-shirt that has just you inside of a vent. <laughs> just like me and like with claws or something like I'm waiting for you. <laughs> it's a podcast <laughs> exclusive now. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's super fun and um it's just a PC game on Steam. It is kind of a comedy element to it as well. So it's a little bit um, funny. I wouldn't say, like, play it for the humor, though. Like, the jokes in the game are okay, I would say. But the sort of dark humor comes more from the fact that you're an alien and the humans are, like, really stupid. <laughs> and you just murder them and eat them and make more aliens and take over their base. And their boss is yelling at them, like, why aren't you responding? You're so lazy. But they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the... It's it's a very dark-humored game. So I guess it wouldn't be for everyone, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and I'm really glad that um, I have the chance to review it. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. It sounds like something that I would really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's for everyone, but it's definitely for me. So Oh, and also it comes in, like, so many languages, too, um, which is another interesting thing. It comes in, like... English, um, and like German, Spanish, Russian, Japanese, Korean, Chinese, like, so it's definitely accessible. Like a lot of different people could play it because it comes in so many languages. So another interesting fact, but, and, and uh, even if it didn't, it's so simple. I don't think it needs to be in other languages, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying myself. I'm only a couple levels in, but having a good time. Hmm. Yeah, so let's see. <laughs> let's so unless anyone else has a, another game they would like to talk about, I think we're all a bit excited to talk about the Harry Potter game announcement. Harry Potter! Uh, yes, at least I was very excited about it. Um, so they as most of the internet probably knows by now, they announced a new Harry Potter game, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Four, it's a you know app. It's a phone game. Um, it is not out yet. You can just sign up to know the second it is out. And they released a teaser trailer and a simple website, and that's it. But I am still very hyped for this. So, um, before we go more into the game, what is everyone's feelings? I guess on. Harry Potter in general, or Harry Potter games in the past, because there have been a lot. I have a lot of friends who, like, grew up playing the old Harry Potter games. And what are the feelings on, like, the franchise and on previous games before we go into talking about the new one? Well, I haven't actually played <laughs> any of the other Harry Potter games, but I'm excited to sort of see when... Because I, I know in the past it was mainly focused on Harry and the crew, which, you know, it's Harry Potter. So having Harry as a character is just a pretty good <laughs> idea. Um, yeah. But I'm excited to sort of see what I would do at Hogwarts. I think that that's an exciting twist to put on it. Mm -hmm. I grew up reading the books and watching the movies along the way, but I never played any of the um, past games. And as I grew up, I kind of grew out of it. So I'm hoping that maybe this will uh, reignite my love for Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but also, 
like, I feel like it's it's one of those things where they're trying to bring back the hype of it because mm-hmm. nobody's talked about it in a long time. And there's a lot of money um, to be made in Harry Potter. Yeah. So I can understand why they might want to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a huge cash cow, like... Harry Potter will always make money whenever they come out with anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I never really played the games. Um, before we did the start of the podcast, I kind of mentioned it. I never read the books or saw the movies anything until I was probably about 20. <laughs> um, I was I was one of those kids that everyone knew at school who wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter. I was that kid. Oh, same. <laughs> so I, I'm so sorry. (laughs) So, yeah. So you you know the feeling. I do. It's the struggle. Yeah. And all my friends were like, this is so awesome. And they were like talking and I had no idea what they were talking about. And they were like going to the like midnight book release parties and dressing up and doing all this stuff. And I was like, what's going on? I want to get in on this. But I couldn't. (laughs) Um, And then it was much later. Um when I eventually like had moved out and, and was going to college and everything, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm just going to immerse myself in this and see if I like it. Cause I feel like I will. And I watched all the movies. It was actually Halloween. I just took all the movies and just watched every single one of them in a row with oh, a box wow. of pizza. <laughs> and that was my Halloween. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's my new Halloween tradition. I sit through and I watch as many Harry Potters as I can in a row and eat pizza. And that's that's what I do on Halloween now because it was super fun. And I fell asleep during a few of the movies, so I woke up really confused. I was like, <laughs> "Why is where that person go? Why is Harry angry? Oh no, they died. I missed it." <laughs> oh no, they died. <laughs> I mean, that's like the general gist of the movie right there. <laughs> yeah. So that that was my first reaction. And then I was like, okay, I need to go back and read the books because, you know, I was watching with um, some people and they were like, this isn't, you know, as good as the book. And they've been left out all these interesting parts. So I went back. I had a really hard time reading the first few because I wasn't a kid. And I was like, wow, these kids are so stupid and they think they're adults and you're like 11 And I realized if I were 11 reading it, I'd probably be like, yeah, you tell them, like, stick it to the man, Harry. But as an adult reading it, I was like, you foolish children, why are you doing this? But then as I went further on and um, the themes kind of grew, I got more into it. And yeah, I now I'm like super into Harry Potter, but I'm not like. I'm not a Harry Potter file or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I'm not like full of infinite knowledge about it, but I do enjoy it. So, um, why don't you tell me a little bit more? Cause you also, um, since you also didn't get to read it as a child, what was your experience? I guess. Oh gosh. I was on a trip and my parents weren't there and it was my first trip sort of without them. I was, I think maybe 16 and all of my friends were watching Harry Potter on the plane. So obviously I was like, yes, that's amazing. I finally get to watch Harry Potter. And I think it was the chamber of secrets. Hmm. And so I was, I was a little lost because I didn't start from the beginning, but 
I don't know. It was just, it was everything that I felt like I had been missing out on for all those years where it was magic and there's this huge snake and they're casting (laughs) spells. And I was like, oh man, well, I mean, I want to cast spells and be magical. Like I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. And I proceeded to ignore my friends for the rest of the trip and download Harry Potter movies and, (laughs) and that was that that was that and (laughs) I had to spend the rest of the time I think that I was you know sort of living with my parents during high school sort of avoiding the fact that I was into it and trying to like keep it on the DL keep it on the DL so Mm -hmm. that was it was sort of like a one-shot experience and then once I moved out of the house I was like all right now I can download them all and watch them all and I... <laughs> with full volume while you wear like your house scarf and you're like finally <laughs> yeah I got myself sorted in the, into the house on Pottermore and all of my friends were like of course of course or, or <laughs> the one and only nice I am also a Hufflepuff Hufflepuff. Oh, yay. Hufflepuff friends what about the other person on this podcast? What is your house? I, I, I if you remember, don't remember, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's Gryffindor. Oh, nice. If I remember correctly, like I signed up for Pottermore when it was first announced, mm-hmm. but like after that, I just never kept up with it. Yeah, because that's kind of like where I just fell off because there was nothing really more like physical for me to read because I am super into physical books Mm -hmm. so I just I just didn't keep up with it at all but I'm pretty sure that that's it yeah 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 and it's only like they're like as you um if you read all of them and then there was just like this swath of time where there was nothing then it's hard you like it's hard to keep up with that and like stay into it when there's no new content coming out for so long so I think I was almost lucky in a way because I read them all right before like Fantastic Beasts started to come out and I was like okay now there's kind of something else I can grab onto obviously not as much but no so it sounds like none of us have really played any of the games before but I do from what people have told me I know that Pottermore used to have, like, potions class, and they had, like, sort of flash games before they redid it recently. Now it's just, like, a blog, basically. But it used (laughs) to have games, and I think maybe people who used to play the games on there would be excited about this, because they seem almost similar to what I heard about the games being, like, on the website. Um, So it was probably kind of a nostalgia trip. Um, But yeah, I think it's a good point that and they didn't really have anything for a while, and it's kind of they want to um, put something out again because they were running low on steam. I think it's similar to when like Pokemon Go came out. Um, they were trying to get like they said it was for kids, but we all know it was for like adults, and it was <laughs> to get all the adults back into Pokemon again, and it worked for the first few months at least for a while. Yeah, and. I do remember when that came out, everyone was like, they need to make a Harry Potter AR game. And uh, to go on a mini rant here, there was that fan-made one, fan-made trailer of a Harry Potter AR game. 
and everyone was sharing it like look at this real game and it was obviously fake to me I was like this isn't real guys please stop sharing it and I saw that video maybe 20 times from different people who all thought it was real but then this one is real so what was um everyone's reaction uh let's start with Haley this time when you saw the announcement for it or saw that it was going to be the topic today what was your initial reaction when I saw that it was the topic I was I kind of just sat here and I was like am I really gonna have an opinion on that (laughs) because like I I haven't read anything about Harry Potter in years um I do keep up with jk rowling's adult novels Mm -hmm. um and the ones under uh the latest ones that she's doing in her like crime mystery line um and i really really like those so i've kind of like grown with her Mm -hmm. um throughout her books but as for harry potter like i it just kind of like died for me yeah um so I, I am interested in this game looking over some of the photos. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised at that. <laughs> at, at, at just the quality of it. And the simple fact that, you know, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, one of your huge things is, where's my letter? Yeah. And mm-hmm. being able to be the main character in your own Harry Potter story. I feel like that's what a lot of people want. So I'm surprised this didn't come out sooner. Mm-hmm. True. In yeah. maybe like a different form, um, like as a console game or maybe a legit VR game. So yeah, like I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, it's good. Cause like there has to be a balance because some people are like, like it's just like a hype train but not everyone's gonna be hyped about it so yeah i mean it's it's kind of a good thing that you're on the podcast because otherwise it would just be people being overly excited the entire time (laughs) and no balance you're a voice of reason thank you (laughs) thank you for being the voice of reason but yeah it does look i think it looks pretty good um like the quality of it is i think pretty good i mean especially compared to old harry potter games which you as a kid i was like well, that looks so fun and now i look back i was like eh, the <laughs> graphics aren't really that great like um and then uh rachel what was your initial reaction my initial reaction well i was a little confused at first because i heard harry potter game and I was also thinking that the new Fantastic Beast is slated to be out pretty soon. So I was thinking that it might be, like, sort of Fantastic Beast related, which was exciting for me because I love animals and he's just a cinnamon bun. And I thought that would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I'm still excited to go to Hogwarts. Like, (laughs) who wouldn't be excited to go to Hogwarts? Like, it's going to be fun. But I was... My initial excitement... (laughs) My initial excitement was a little more to be able to, like, raise some cute little magical animals or mm-hmm. or maybe see, like, what other houses I was in. Because I felt, like, pretty, like Haley was saying, like, I felt like with Pottermore, like, I had my Pottermore experience and now I'm done. Yeah. So I think, I think that I am excited about it, but it would also be pretty cool to see sort of 
a more across the pond version of it maybe in the future mm-hmm. yeah, and there's I know one of the things about the game I don't, it's not really even a controversy but like you get to choose your house instead of like a quiz or something you just pick which one you want to be in and there are people who are all upset about it, like, no, that's not how it's supposed to work. But I mean, Pottermore, it's it's a it's a basic quiz. Like, yeah. you don't have to take that as the the almighty truth of your rightful house. Like, sometimes you can just be like, I like Slytherin, and just pick it. <laughs> and yeah, and then like you said, like if you want to discover like other houses, maybe like just oh, I wonder what it'd be like to go through the game as this one or something. Yeah. Um, or if you were really, really into it, like, you could just take whatever house you scored on Pottermore and say that's your house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were really into it anyways, you probably already know. Yeah. So it's easier to just pick. I would be more frustrated if I went through my whole life with, like, my Hufflepuff keychains and scarves and then downloaded this game. And then it sorted me into, like, Ravenclaw. And then was like, this is permanent. You can't change it. I'm like, I'm, no. I'm deleting this game. <laughs> How dare you? So I, I feel like it's kind of avoiding um, a problem there. I think it's fine. Yeah. But on a slightly more serious note about it, um, I have seen there are some people who are concerned. The typical gaming concern is that since it's free to play, is it going to be filled with microtransactions? Uh, because they haven't said anything yet. They didn't show any anything that there might be. But a lot of games similar to this one have had that problem. So do you think that would be a concern at all for this game or not? I mean, I think that it's very likely that there will be microtransactions. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably a little... <laughs> I'm probably a little jaded, but I think that there are probably going to be microtransactions. They're extremely profitable. People time and time again have shown that they pay with their wallets. They're going to they're going to do microtransactions, which is a whole nother bag of worms. But yeah, I mean, probably probably yes, there probably are going to be microtransactions. And it's just a question now of is the game playable if you don't spend actual money on it? Because I I have seen games where you can play for hours and 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 never have to spend a dime. And hopefully Mm -hmm. that's what this game will do as well. Just to make it more accessible. Yeah. And then what about our voice of reason? What do you think about the the topic of microtransactions being brought up about this game? Rachel stole like my exact exact (laughs) thought from my head like put it right out because i was thinking when you brought it up i was like okay well i hope that the microtransactions don't interfere with the gameplay at all like maybe it's just you know we can buy different clothing yeah yeah or Mm -hmm. something like that because i don't i don't like when microtransactions get in my way like i i just want to play the game and and that's it. I don't want to have to pay to speed things up or pay to do something or have to pay to buy something that will allow me to do something else. I think my pet peeve in these sort of games are like, you ran out of magic energy, pay three ninety nine to get 
30 more gems to regain your magic energy and that's that's something i don't <laughs> or want to or wait with. or wait 24 hours to get it all back oh, mm-hmm. yeah it's like okay well i can't be in harry potter world anymore bye yeah. bye for the next five hours and that whole thing is just so like <laughs> evil in a way because they they found like basically they did research and it was to try to get people to take breaks from games and that's when they first started putting research into like putting limits but then they found like oh but if we make them pay to continue we'll use the same like you know psychology to get more money from people instead of trying to get them to take like gaming breaks and when i read that once i was like well that's a terrible thing to do (laughs) using using the system that was supposed to benefit people to sort of benefit their pockets but that's that's the worst i think is when microtransactions don't allow you to keep playing a game because if it's like oh it'll be easier for me to buy this if i pay money okay that's i consider it kind of cheating myself if i were to do it but when it's like, oh, you have to wait four hours or pay a dollar to keep playing, I'm, I'm not into that at all. And I get really angry at the game and I will just get rid of it usually if it keeps doing that to me. <laughs> like those, those ones, uh, every time I'm on Tumblr, they advertise those story games and I saw someone do a let's play for it and they were playing through and it was like to access chapter two, wait five hours or pay 99 cents. <laughs> and they were like, they would just play like a tiny bit of the game and the rest of it you had to basically, if you didn't want to finish the story in a month, you would just have to pay. And, uh, and it's those like really ridiculous ones. They always give me ads for where it's like, oh, they found out that they're the baby daddy of someone else. What do you do? And they're like, I was like, why are these games being targeted to me? I hate them so much. I get those every time I go online, and I never click on them. I don't know why they keep showing them to me. but Mine keep showing them to me, too, and I've decided that the only possible reason it could be is because I'm both a woman and I've, have a lot of games like ridiculous amount of games and whatever system that's deciding it is like oh girl game yes and just (laughs) mindlessly gives it to me yeah they're just like you're a female i bet you love this type of drama game no (laughs) i want to pop out of lockers and kill humans that's not what i want to (laughs) do They got me all wrong. A lot of my <laughs> friends were playing those types of uh, games when they like became super popular, so I gave it a shot, and I I just got bored really quickly because the stories weren't very engaging, or they were just like your typical like lifetime romance novel mm-hmm. or movie. So like. I just, I got sick of it really quickly because I was like, like, it didn't matter what de- decision you did. Like, yeah. I just, I was like, this is not fun. This is not a fun build your own story or create your own story. And like, it's it's already written for you. Mm-hmm. So how does anyone in enjoy this? I just, yeah. I didn't understand it at all. Yeah, I genuinely can't understand it because 
And it'll be like, do you wear the black dress or the gray dress? I'm like, how does this affect things? That's not how real life works. Or pay $5 and get the sparkly dress, which will totally make you like him 10 times more. I know, right? I was like, <laughs> like, like, does it really matter? Like, <laughs> If real life worked that way, <laughs> I would be a lot more successful in a lot more things. Oh, if only was everything like, was that straightforward. I was like, do you want to pay a dollar to wear the outfit that will make you look the most attractive to this specific person? I'd be like, well, hell yeah, I'll pay a dollar for that. (laughs) But that's not how it actually works. So, and hopefully, I I sure as hell hope Harry Potter game isn't like that. (laughs) It's like, buy the sparkly tie and Draco will like you. (laughs) No! I I actually read on Polygon that they are going to have romance missions and i'm not sure if that's confirmed or not but polygon said it i don't know it's a possibility interesting i i think that'd be kind of a fun added aspect to it in a way though if it's done right like if it's done in a fun way but i guess um i mean it's basically i feel like the game is basically live out your childhood dream or in my case 20 year old person dream of going to (laughs) Hogwarts and seeing all the main characters and for some people it's like you know they want to go to Hogwarts and try to get a date with like Cho Chang and you know Ace Pochins and hey more power to you now we now we got the medium for it yeah so it's like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they added like more of the character interaction Because I think that's what's kind of interesting, is it's not just fully separate. Like, it's not just, oh, it's a, like, RPG, everyone's a new character. There are known characters in it as well. So, but you get to make your own avatar. And I think that's kind of a fun way to do it, because if it was just one or the other, I don't think it would be as effective. Definitely. Like, like I know I would play through it differently as Hermione than I would as myself. So I think it's a good way to sort of open up a lot of different styles of play and make you feel like you're kind of connecting more. And I'll be kind of excited to, I mean, I always like avatar creation. That's always super fun. Like you have to make the decision, like, am I going to make myself or am I going to make the crazy version of myself <laughs> or what am I going to do? And that's always fun. Um, so are there any parts from the trailer, the very limited like minute trailer we have so far, but that stand out to you as the most exciting or the thing you're looking forward to the most? Um, starting with Rachel, what do you think you'll look forward to the most in the game when it comes out then? Oh, I know we already touched on it a little bit, but I'm just so excited to make my own character and sort of just, I just want to walk around. I'm excited for just the adventure aspect of it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to go to potions class or cast spells or whatever, but more than anything <laughs> else, like, I just think that that, like, small level of immersion is going to be what sells it for me yeah and what about Haley? they didn't really touch on it in the trailer but i'm curious to see if there's a storyline and how deep that goes if Mm -hmm. any um because i feel like this it has to have a storyline or some sort of makeshift storyline So I'm curious to know what that all includes, but also just to know and see how big the world is and Mm. where we can go and 
um, everything that, that we can do. Because at one point, there's, like, your character, like, shoots someone with their wand and knocks a, someone else back. So it looks like there's combat. So where where are we fighting? Yeah. And who are we fighting? And why are we fighting that person? <laughs> why is and, there fighting? And there was, like, an ice door. So, like, is, is this some sort of dungeon? Do we have to help someone escape? Or are we trying to escape? Or are we trying to break in somewhere? So I'm, I'm just curious about everything, basically. Yeah. yeah, like, is it linear kind of story? Like, you, you know, you talk to this person talk to this person like quests is it like more open world with optional quests like is it just completely do whatever you want is it i mean it's it's called hogwarts mystery so i'm like is it going to be the type of game you play through and there's an end like you solved the mystery the end or is it going to be like constant things coming up there's just so many there's more questions than answers at this point and with how big the Harry Potter universe is, I feel like they could definitely do a lot with whatever sort of storyline they're going to have, be it daily quests or um, so forth. So I feel like there's a lot of room um, for them to create something really unique and different. I I I would agree. I'm I'm excited to see how the story unfolds, how that plays out. Um, if there is a way for me to have magical pets, I would look forward to that. Um, I'm a huge fan of magical pets, and but yeah, I'm I'm mostly just curious how how much we can explore. Like, is it going to be here's the castle, go for it, or is it going to be like here's just a couple rooms? Like, I'm really curious to see how in-depth it's all going to go. Okay, so any final thoughts that you sort of wanted to say about this topic before we sign off? Looking at the photos from the Verge article, um, I'm not sure why, but it reminded me of Sims. Mm, And for, for a minute, I was like, oh, like, did they take the Sims and just, like, make a harry potter game or something like that (laughs) so like now i'm sitting here like hmm could they have made this into a pc game yeah we're all being absolute psychopaths to the students (laughs) (laughs) and 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 would that have been maybe i know this hasn't come out yet but would it be best as some sort of free-to-play pc game Hmm. yeah i i'm really curious if it will ever change into like being on steam and pc because right now they just said mobile but and like ipad i guess like tablets but yeah i would i or maybe they'll use this one as like a little test and then they'll make basically harry potter sims afterwards Ah, yes. I mean, if they did, I'd play it. I mean, (laughs) we haven't had a a console Harry Potter game in so long, so I would not be opposed to having something on PC. Mm -hmm. I think that would be um, really cool if we could have something like this where uh, the player is the main character, and I think that would get everyone super excited 
We, they haven't even released this one, and we're already like, I can't wait for the next game. <laughs> we're already telling them <laughs> they should make another one. And we don't even know if it's, like, the worst ever, but we're just like, make another one right now <laughs> in preparation. Just just scrap it all. Just make us a new one. It needs to be better. Just scrap it, delay it a month, and release Harry Potter Sims, and we'll be happy. Also, we brought up... Um, AR before and I remember a while ago um, way 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 back in 2012 I really wanted a PS3 because there was a game called Book of Spells now it's not really a Harry Potter game Mm -hmm. but um, it was made in conjunction with JK Rowling and it's considered a companion to the Harry Potter series and it's an AR game and you just cast a bunch of spells and I really wanted it as a child but I I never got it. <laughs> Was that the one when they had the motion controls like that lit up? Yeah. That, I remember that I yeah. wanted that one real bad too and I couldn't get it. <laughs> I was like, yes, like, this is so neat. Like, I don't know what AR is, but, like, I want to do all these fun things and (laughs) see lights and, oh, this just looks so cool. But, like, I I never got it. I never played it. Um, Once it was announced, that was, like, the last I heard of it. Mm. Um, So I'm guessing that it died really quickly. But I feel like Harry Potter is the sort of series that, you can practically do anything with if you wanted to do ar or vr or do a sort of sim light game like i feel like it can definitely be done yeah absolutely yeah it could it could be anything i'm if it if it the fan made one was like real and it was like just catch magical creatures like a fantastic beasts ar game that's basically pokemon go but like magical creatures go I would I would probably play that one. I'd download it. Yeah. I'd be like, there's a Niffler in my bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then just look crazy, but that would be fun. Yeah, it's there's so much potential and so I hope this one I guess my my main thing, last of my opinion, is I hope it's good because I hope that it's good enough that they'll try to expand out again into more games after this because i know if it goes really poorly they might be hesitant to make more i'm hoping it goes well enough that they'll be like yeah let's make a full rpg you know for all systems or let's make another app or let's make you know um like playing through uh like fantastic beasts or even like the cursed child screenplay (laughs) like make that into a game why not Like, it would be fun if they expand a little bit. Also, like, I just hope that it looks as good as the photos, because the photos of the game look pretty detailed and um, very, like, HD-like quality. Hmm. So I'm hoping that the game looks like that and we don't have some sort of uh, mobile watchdog situation where (laughs) the photos look really nice, but we get the game and it's just really bad quality yeah that'd be unfortunate i I would be very sad if i if i look at it and they're like they're like super derpy looking oh i have high hopes though because all of the content that i've seen so far looks achievable so i'm i'm optimistic (laughs) yeah 
any anything besides being optimistic any final thoughts you want to say <laughs> about this the um announcement for it well i think that's about it for me i've said my piece and yay hogwarts <laughs> <laughs> go hufflepuff yay! Fight, fight hufflepuff yeah okay well you know so i think we're all in general hopeful eager hoping it won't be terrible and hoping for more expansive and better games after this so let's close out and wrap things up so why don't we all sort of sign off this time let's just do how about where people can find you online and we'll go around so how about rachel okay well that's it for me and you can find me on twitter at bonfire raven nice and Haley. If you really want to follow my ranting <laughs> about K-pop, you can find me on Twitter at Haley Hazard. Hazard has two Ds at the end. Um, and yeah. I will definitely be following that then. <laughs> I love K-pop ranting. Okay. <laughs> and if you are interested in basically me posting random things sometimes about video games sometimes just cute pictures of puppies i found you can follow me anywhere at kimchi christie k-i-m-c-h-i-k-r-i-s-t-y and thank you everyone so much for listening to us ramble on today and this is christine signing off with the game luster podcast see you next time 